Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today called NG Ingwen. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haoen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎回到我们西平方的节目 NG 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with our good friend Wendy, who's known around the Taiwanese community as Wendy Shu. 是的，今天我们很幸运的邀请到了从小在南非长大，现在是演艺经济创作公司 Omega Studio 的创办人 Wendy 来到 Angie 文，跟大家聊聊他在幕前幕后工作的经验，以及一路走来学语言的心路历程。But before we get to the interview with Wendy and I, Angela is going to help us break down some of the cultural differences Wendy spoke about in the episode. Particularly about some fun South African English and Afrikaans slang that Wendy grew up with in South Africa. I am a big fan of South African and Afrikaans slang, so I hope you enjoy some of these new words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So take it away, Angela, here on NG Ingwen. 好的，没问题，这样谢谢你的介绍。那没有错，今天我们要来分享几个 Afrikaans English。这个远在地球另一端南非的道地用法，请大家赶快把你的 NG cheat sheet 这个 NG 英文专属的笔记小抄准备好，我们要开始喽。首先呢，我来跟大家说明一下哦，这个 Afrikaans English 它指的呢是在南非以 Afrikaans 南非荷兰文为母语，英文为第二语言的人所说的英文呢、哦。那等等，大家学这几个字呢，就是当地这些人把这两个语言结合在一起说的俚语。第一个 ，bry， bry， 大家有办法猜到它是什么吗？<笑>我一开始认识这个字的时候，完全猜不到，无法把这个字跟它的意思做连接，因为真的是天差地远，完全没有办法。它这个字啊，是 barbecue， b b q 那个烤肉的意思哦，意想不到吧？它唯一跟这个我们一般 barbecue 的差别在于它的火非常非常的旺。好，再来 liquor， liquor。它这个意思啊，其实有很多，但是都带有正面的意涵哦，像是什么好吃啦、美味、很棒等等，基本上就是任何你觉得很美味的东西都可以用 liquor 来表示。像例如人家问你说，哎，昨天的那个生日趴怎么样 ？How was the birthday party last night？ 那你想要说哦，很棒，玩得很开心，就可以用 liquor 来形容说生日趴很赞。好，再来第三个 robot，robot。相信大家应该都知道这是机器人的意思，但是它在南非啊，还可以用来指马路上那些红绿灯哦。因为南非早期他们在路上其实是用机器人来当红绿灯在指挥交通，所以都用 robot 来表示。一直到后来真正的红绿灯在马路上启用之后，也都持续用 robot 来表示。最后一个 ，cozy，cozy， 它是我们每到夏天都要去海边的必备配件，没错，就是泳衣。不管是男生还是女生的泳衣都可以用这个字哦，而且更酷的是呢，这个 cozy 不管你在澳洲还是在英国也都说得通哦。这样子大家有对南非式英文有比较了解了吗？希望刚才讲的这些对你的英文学习之路有所帮助。如果有漏掉没有听到或是写下来的也不用担心，可以上我们的 YouTube 频道，随时你要听几次就给他听几次。有什么问题也欢迎在底下留言让我们知道哦。那如果大家都已经准备好了的话，我们就赶快进入今天的访谈内容，听听 Wendy 的分享吧。All right, all right, all right, Lekka. Yeah, one of my favorite words to use still to this day. Thank you, as always, Miss Angela Ma, for that wonderful NG Ingwen breakdown. My guest today on the show is Taiwanese, 
She grew up primarily in South Africa, but has been back in Taiwan now as a model, actress, host, entrepreneur, event planner, media contractor, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Wendy. Hey, John. Good Boom. to see you today. Good to see you. Thank you for joining us today here Thanks. on NG Ingwen. So, Wendy, 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 we just finished working on quite an exciting little project together. Can you share about that? 访谈开始呢 ，John 跟 Wendy 会聊到说啊，他们最近才刚帮一间 tech company 科技公司拍完广告，而且我们主持人 John 还是广告里面的重要角色哦。不过说到这个拍广告啊，其实 Wendy 才是真正的主角，什么 back end 这些后台幕后的工作都要自己来，因为这些拍摄的制作公司 Omega Studio 正是他一手打造的。赶快来认识认识 Wendy 吧。Um. Yeah. So I had John. Basically, he was the star, or one of the many stars of a commercial that we just filmed for Delta Tech Company. And yeah, he was great. I think we'll definitely use you again. <laughs> well, that's very sweet. But yeah, I think you are the star of this because you actually did everything on the back end, which is new to you, right? Yeah, this is something this is very new. new. So. Let's start with what are you doing now, and then、mm -hmm. let's progress into actually what did you come from.、Okay. So you are now running your own production studio. Yes, is that correct? That's correct. So shout out to Omega Studio. Oh, thank you. And what is your role with Omega Studio now? 接下来 ，Wendy 要和大家更深入的分享她在 Omega Studio 所担任的角色，跟当初决定要创立的心路历程。她说，他们的 Production Company 跟 Talent Agency 演艺经纪创作公司是专门呢在帮客户拍摄影片，而她自己就是担任客户跟制作团队的桥梁，传达客户们所希望的目标和想法。不过，文迪他其实几乎是公司大大小小事情都自己全包了。基本上呢，就是一个 producer， 是一个制作人，要负责同整，要 casting， 就是这个把演员角色分配好，还要跟化妆师啦、造型师、摄影师合作等等，要做很多人可能都不知道的幕后工作。那这边待会大家会听到 Wendy 说的这个 M U A， 它其实就是 makeup artist 的缩写，是化妆师的意思。All right. So this is a company that I just started. I officialized it this year, actually a couple months ago. It's called Omega Studio, and yes, it is a production company and a talent agency. And basically, what we do, my team and I, is we film video and film work for clients. And my role, I think. On the team is I'm basically like the producer. I'm like that person that puts everything together. So I'm the mediator between the clients and my team. So the clients usually they have a certain level of expectations for what they want,、um, and so that's what my role is. And I also basically do pretty much everything. You know, I do the casting for the roles. I'm a casting director. I work with different directors and I cast the roles. I work with my stylists and my MUAs. We discuss basically the styles and the styling and the makeup looks and everything that we have for the the actors and people that we're working with. 
you just said that wonderfully, but to kind of sum that up for everyone. So you are finding the talents for these shootings. Mm -hmm. You are finding all of the back end stuff, which is the makeup artists, the stylists who bring in the clothes. You are finding the team to shoot it. So the potential director and the, the videographer team and everything is on you. So you are the superstar, like I said, of this, because <laughs> what actually goes into making a TV show, making a commercial, making any type of advertisement takes so much on the back end that I don't think a lot of people really see that unless they're in the industry. So like we kind of hinted at the beginning of the show, that is all on the back end now. So behind the camera. But you actually began this process in front of the camera as a model and an actress. So can you share a little bit with our audience about what it was like for the transition from going in front of the camera to now behind the camera? 大概在十年前啊,Wendy是一名模特,都是在镜头前走秀啦,主持活动,或是拍平面广告电视广告的人。The next best thing,想自己的这个第二选择。所以大概就是去年左右呢,就开始决定说他要来自己创业。结果今年这个肺炎啊,还给他大大推了一把助力。真的就去把公司给升了出来，而且因为他有待过目前，更知道要怎么带幕后团队，让目前幕后可以合作无间。那最后一句话也会提到说，像Wendy这样子可以把全球疫情压力这种负面能量转化成做事创业的动力，真的
，把精神专注在经营这间公司上。毕竟在幕后这一块，他也还是个新手。那这边跟各位听众朋友插个话哦，待会呢听到的 a decade 就是我们在上一集跟妮娜学到的单字，意思是一个十年，而 two decades 就是二十年，以此类推。好，记得哦，我们继续。那就 Wendy 他的个人计划而言呢，他希望未来不管是在心理还是生理方面，都可以更专注在自己身上，不要再去在意可能在社群媒体上的形象啦，那些在背后讨论他的人，或是他们对他的评语等等。而待在幕后，正是可以让他做自己、表达自己的地方。那主持人这样，等一下他也会跟大家分享到说，其实这一部分他很可以体会。因为他自己也有过类似的经验，觉得现在的社会这些社群媒体真的对人的自我有很大的影响，所以有阵子他也都删除 Instagram， 或者不用一直盯手机、一直看手机的生活，觉得说嗯，这样真的很不错。Okay, so yeah, being in front of the camera for the last decade, de、uh, like definitely, I do want to focus more on my company and growing my company. Um, I want to develop it. I feel like this is really new to me and. For me, I think in 2020, I do want to focus more on myself, mentally, physically, emotionally.、Um, I don't really want to care too much about my image, you know, whether that's on social media or what people think about me. I don't want to focus that on on that anymore. I think that being behind the scenes, it allows me to kind of really take things back to myself and what I feel. I love that, Wendy, and you know, it, you said something that I've been kind of dealing with as well. And in this kind of whole、mm. world of social media, I just, I feel there's so much ego involved, and definitely, you know, it's it really took a toll on me the past few years, and so I had to take a big step back from all that. I actually deleted my Instagram for a while, and it was just、oh, like, oh my gosh, you realize, you know, when you pick up your phone, you don't go to check it anymore, and I was like. Uh, yeah, it feels it, so good. It feels really good. <laughs> yeah, so I I love that, and I support you a hundred percent because I think yeah, like you said, people need to focus on health and well being, and a lot of times I think we can get a little over consumed. If you don't mind, I love to hear about all of your life and work. But for all of our listeners, you have this wonderfully incredible English accent. I should say Afrikaans, which is South Africa English accent. So, you were born in Taiwan, but moved to South Africa for the majority of your life. So, can you share、mm-hmm. about that? 访谈进行到这边，我们接下来要聊聊 Wendy 她小时候的成长经验。她其实呢是在台北出生，后来在三岁的时候，大概在八零年代后期、九零年代初期那阵子，跟着一波移民潮，全家呢就搬到地球另一端的 South Africa。That's correct. So I was born in Taipei, and my whole entire family immigrated when I was three, which was the late '80s, early '90s, when there was a large influx of Taiwanese immigrants、uh, immigrating to South Africa. And so, yes, I did spend pretty much the like twenty years of my life in South Africa. Nice, yeah. What what an incredible place too. And so, at three years old. You're actually now probably more fluent in English as you get there and you get into the South African school system, and that's all English and Afrikaans.、Mm-hmm. So, how did your Chinese develop? Was that just at home? Everyone was speaking Chinese because they didn't speak English, or can you share about that process? Right. 前面我们聊到 Wendy， 她是在三岁的时候跟家人移民南非的。
那在整个南非的教育体系，在英文跟 Afrikaans 南非荷兰文的环境下，他的中文学的怎么样嘞？我跟你说，其实虽然中文算是他的母语，是从出生到上学前爸爸妈妈跟他用的语言，但是因为三岁开始上学之后，每天接触的都是英文，这样讲中文的机会变得很 limited， 很有限，所以就慢慢英文能力开始超过中文能力，等他中文的理解范围就仅限于 basic everyday thing， 就仅限于这个日常生活中简单的用法而已。我们马上来听听文迪的这段回忆分享吧。If you want to get technical, yes, I think my mother tongue is probably Chinese,、uh, Mandarin, because that was the language that my mom and my dad spoke to me when I was born. You know, since I was born, so that was the first language that I was exposed to, and I was only exposed to English maybe when I went to school, which was three. So yeah, so English came later, and Mandarin was first,、mm -hmm. but because of the very limited environment that I had with Speaking Mandarin, I didn't really develop my Mandarin skills completely. You know, I I knew very basic everyday things. Yeah, and I I think you know, like you said, that developing of skills, yeah, is because you're in the environment, right? So I remember you were kind of telling me off air that your parents would have you try to read English <laughs> contracts when you were like ten、exactly. years old because their English wasn't on the fluent、mm -hmm. level yet either. So can you share about that story? 接着，在这段访谈中 ，Wendy 要来和大家谈到说，他的爸爸妈妈呢，虽然现在英文已经算是流利了，但是那时候啊，在南非还不太会说，而且那边的时候台湾移民也不多，没有什么朋友，那有的中文资源很有限，常常呢都会需要他这位小孩子来帮忙当翻译，当他们跟外界沟通的桥梁，像是读报纸啦、读合约，然后翻译给爸爸妈妈听等等。虽然说这些对一个孩子来讲，可能有点超出他可以负荷的范围，但也是因为这样子。Yeah, so、um, they didn't know any better, anyways.、Uh, I was kind of always the bridge between the outside world, if you will, and my parents because they didn't know anything. I mean, they immigrated with zero English. I'm glad that they are fluent now, but at that time, the Taiwanese community was small. They kept to themselves. They didn't have any friends. I was. The translator. I had to act as the, the bridge. I had to read contracts. I had to read their newsletters. I had to basically do everything for them,、uh, and so that was my role. Kind of a heavy duty role, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think that that does sound very heavy duty, and you know, at a young age, that can be tough. But it really shaped you into the strong woman that you are now. So I hope you can、uh, can feel those benefits now as you mature. So that makes me think about a question on the show. I love to ask about tips and advice.、Mm -hmm. So can you share with our audience some tips and advice about your language journey? 前面我们讲到说，威利的中文其实没有到很好。那接下来他要跟我们分享当初刚搬回台湾，重新建立中文能力的时候，觉得蛮有用的一些小 paper。威利说呢，其实他也真的没有去特别要求自己要进步或什么的。但是因为在这里每天都是被 exposed to Chinese， 每天的听说读写都是在中文的环境下，也很难不去进步。就跟之前在南非一样，每天环境都是英文，所以也就慢慢学起来了。相信大家这一部分应该都听得很腻了吧？几乎每位来宾分享的语言学习小配播都有包含这一部分，可见学语言的环境真的很重要。还没给自己创造那个语言环境的听众朋友们，别再拖了，赶快去做吧。Well, like I mentioned, 
Chinese wasn't really fully developed. So when I first moved back to Taiwan, my family's still in South Africa, by the way. Like, I don't even see them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So when I first back moved back to Taiwan, my Mandarin was still very elementary. How did I improve? You know, that's the thing. I didn't consciously try to improve. I think it was just being in the environment and being exposed to Chinese all the time. Uh, I had to read in Chinese. I had to speak in Chinese. I had to do everything in Chinese. And just like English, when I was in South Africa, everything was in English. And so I developed that completely and that became my native. And so coming back to Taiwan, it was basically redeveloping my Mandarin skills, you know, uh, reading, writing, listening and speaking. Um, the four skills that you need to perfect a language. Yeah, uh, you said that perfectly to sum that up, you know, kind of the environments. And you were living in, you know, an English environment and your English got so much better in South Africa. And when you came back to Taiwan, you know, you're in a full Chinese environment. And mm -hmm. so your Mandarin improved and got better. And like you said, yeah, the, the four skills, reading, writing, speaking and listening. And when you have that exposure, you are destined to succeed. So that leads me to a question I'd love to ask here as well. And that is... Do you remember any kind of funny translations about maybe English or Chinese that you have experienced over the years? Tadisomasuna,他说的时候把某一首歌的歌词填空,唱成真空,因为没有发现真旁边加了一个土字旁变成填,所以真首歌就这样子一路唱错,也都没有人给他纠正,让他觉得实在是有够丢脸,所以
Mm. And so, yeah, listeners out there, if you have suggestions, how can we correct each other in a positive, constructive way? If you can help us maybe, yeah, drop some suggestions mm. on the comments because, yeah, I'm actually unsure how to do that in Taiwan. In, in Western culture, we can tell people. We right. can be direct with it and we can do it in a positive way. But I do feel a little hesitant as well to correct in Taiwan. Mm. So hopefully we can learn from that. And yeah, I'm sorry you had to deal with that, but you'll probably never say that word wrong oh, again. Definitely. <laughs> Lesson learned. Lesson learned. All right, Wendy. Well, that leads us to our last question here on NG England. You've been such a wonderful guest and really I'm so proud of you. You have such talent in so many things you do. So if you could go back and talk to a younger Wendy, would mm. there be any advice you give yourself on language or life? 简简单单四个字,do more, think less,就是说凡事啊别想太多,做就对了。因为如果你本来有个大好机会可以做某件事,但是因为你东想西想一直踌躇不前,最后机会走了你反而错失良机就不好了。同样道理,学语言也是这样子,他说要学啊你就赶
。大家也要记得每周三早上六点半到七点，或是晚上九点到九点半，把广播调到 ICRT FM 一百，准时收听我们节目哦。那也欢迎各位上网搜寻西平方的宫崎不备课程，或者呢是到我们西平方的官网。多读读一些有关 NG 英文的文章，看看有哪些是可以吸收学起来的小配播、哦。我们下周见了，拜拜。